Whatever happened to you snooze, you lose? Some rules are meant to be broken, Mr. Malone said. Like free Wi-Fi privileges when you're home if you don't start acting more civil. Got it? Steph stared at his plate and nodded. Got it. Mr. Malone sighed. Sorry, Mark, her dad said, reaching for the salad. The unofficial family motto was what got this family through puberty. These two grew up eating everything in sight. Shelley leaned forward with a stage whisper. My advice? Watch your fingers. Ink clutched the bowl closer, eyeing Joy and Steph warily. Joy swallowed. Ha ha, she said. Just a joke. Very funny. Given the variety of monsters who lived in the Twixt, Joy could well imagine that some of them ate fingers. She served a portion of chicken to Ink and kept the platter moving. Ink slowly relaxed, loosening his grip on the potatoes. She nudged his knee and rolled her eyes toward her dad. Joy has been talking about the big trip this weekend, Ink said, reciting his opening line like a pro. How long will you be gone? Mr. Malone grinned. Three days, he said, and clapped a hand on Steph's shoulder. One last camping weekend before this one goes back to college. Steph didn't respond as he chewed, but Joy suspected it was less about his bottomless appetite and more about avoiding talking directly to Ink. Will you be visiting Steph on campus? Shelley asked Joy. Joy exchanged a look with her brother. Both frowned. No? Why? Oh, well, I didn't know if you pen was on your list, Shelley said, as she stacked three cucumber slices on her fork. I asked your father, and he said he didn't know your plans. Plans? Joy said. It's your senior year, Mr. Malone said. I know we sent off a bunch of college applications, but I haven't heard anything since. Joy was speechless. College applications had been the last thing on her mind. After mom had left, she had quit gymnastics and joined dad's swan dive into a sea of depression, axing her dreams of becoming an Olympian, which was all she'd ever wanted since age six. She'd become a numb, moping black hole. Shaking it off had been largely thanks to her best friend, Monica, a night dancing at their favorite club and unexpectedly getting stabbed in the eye. A lot had happened since January. She'd forgotten all about college. Um, I know it's been a tough year, her dad said, and I didn't want to push, but you really need to start thinking about what you want to do next fall. He saw her squirm in her seat and gave a slight nod, acknowledging Ink. We can talk about it more during the trip. Joy untwisted her fingers from the edge of her shirt. Yeah, okay. And what do you do, Mark? Shelley asked Ink. Joy had told her father that Ink was a kind of exclusive tattoo artist. It had not gone over well. I mark people, Ink said. Joy almost snarfed her lemon water. She grabbed her napkin, and Ink looked mischievously pleased as he continued. I like to say I get paid to draw on people's skin. Joy marveled at the single dimple tucked into his half-smile like a smirk. It's not exactly glamorous, he said.
but I never want for work. Joy pressed her napkin to her mouth, trying not to laugh. He'd told the truth. Not exactly glamorous, but it had more than paid for his glamour. The wizard spell had been insanely expensive, but it was the only way her friends and family could see ink without the sight. He wore the magical projection like a suit, a perfect picture of himself, but with human-looking eyes and a tattoo of Joy's signatura on his left arm. But that's not a long-term thing, right? Steph said, looking smug. What do you want to do when you grow up? Joy picked up the serving spoon, debating its heft. Shelley paused over the dressing. I thought only the chicken was getting grilled tonight, she said, and winked at Joy. Joy sent her a smile of thanks. At least Shelley had her back.